Julie Ryan, noted psychic and medical intuitive, is ready to answer your personal questions, even those you never knew you could ask. For more than 25 years, as she developed and refined her intuitive skills, Julie used her knowledge as a successful inventor and businesswoman to help others. Now, she wants to help you to grow, heal, and get the answers you've been longing to hear. Do you have a question for someone who's transitioned? Do you have a medical issue? What about your pet's health or behavior? Perhaps you have a loved one who's close to death and you'd like to know what's happening. Are you on the path to fulfill your life's purpose? No matter where you are in the world, take a journey to the other side and ask Julie Ryan. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. Happy New Year. It is January 4th, 2018. That sounds so futuristic to me. And I say that every year. I think, oh my gosh, 2018. That just sounds like it's sci-fi. But here we are. I hope you're staying warm wherever you are. We've got this huge storm going up the East Coast. I saw in the news this this evening, my husband and I had it on while we were doing the dishes, and, and it said that 85 million people were affected by this snowstorm that is blowing up the East Coast. So uh, it's cold here in Sweet Home, Alabama. We had the furnace on pretty much nonstop. I went for a walk this morning, and I think it was 27 degrees. <laughs> and I looked pretty scary. I had on a turtleneck, a sweatshirt, a jacket. My hood was up, earmuffs, uh, mittens, I don't know what all. But I was warm and it worked, and uh, so I just stayed in my neighborhood, and I thought, well, if I scare anybody, you know, they know what I look like when I'm dressed up, (laughs) so it worked out fine, but anyways, hope you enjoyed New Year's. Uh, We watched a lot of football at our house, and the Ohio State Buckeyes won, yay, my alma mater, and also the Crimson Tide of the University of Alabama won. And they are playing in the national championship on Monday in Atlanta. And son Jonathan is trying to use his connections to, to uh, score some tickets. And if he does, his mama is going to meet him in Atlanta. So I might have some tales from the national championship to tell you about next week. We went a couple of years ago when it was in Phoenix, and it was really fun, and they won. So I think he thinks that we're, we together are a good luck charm. <laughs> Alabama. So anyways, my intention in doing this show is to provide information, insight, and comfort to people all around the world by helping to answer life's unanswerable questions. And we have several callers who've joined us on our Happy New Year show, and I think we should just go ahead and go to the phone. So here we go. I believe our first caller is Linda. Hi, Linda. Hey, Julie. How are you? Hi. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you. Thank you. There's a couple of people that just called in, and I'm going to mute you, but I will get to you. So you'll hear the system mute you, but I'll come back to you. So, Miss Linda, where are you calling us from? Orlando, Florida. Hello. You guys, did you get snow down there? I know they had snow in Tallahassee. No, not this far. It got cold, but no snow. Yeah. But then it went up to in the 50s, right? Is that what I saw? Yeah, for today. Mm-hmm. But it was cold last night. It felt great. <laughs> we never get weather. <laughs> yeah. I was I was laughing because I was seeing the snow in Tallahassee. And, oh, my gosh, Charleston and, you know, the Carolinas got smacked. Charleston, I think, got 10 inches of snow or something crazy. Yeah. So it was a lot. And they're not used to that like we aren't either. 
and it would really be bad if it was in Orlando, same as it would be here. Yeah, so, I actually had to close the water parks because it was so cold today. That never <laughs> happens. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, well. Well, did you have a good holiday? I did. I did. And um, I actually called in for the first time back in December. Um, okay. You did a reading on my house. Um, oh, yeah. Trying to find where water was coming in. And then we talked yeah. about my dad. And just to share with you, um, my friend, Alicia, who introduced me to you, I was speaking to her about a week later. We were talking about your podcast, and we were talking about what you said about my dad, that when I see a moth, you know, that's when he's around. And I'd always thought that, you know, it's kind of strange, a moth. Julie, when I was on the phone with my friend, all of a sudden a moth started flying in front of my face. It was the craziest thing. I'm standing in my kitchen. When you were talking to Alicia? When you were talking to Alicia? Oh, my gosh. We're talking about the podcast, talking about the moth thing, and then all of a sudden, a moth started flying in front of my face. <laughs> it was it was incredible. So I just I wanted to share that with you. Oh, how you. fun! <laughs> well, and, and yeah. tell every tell everybody a little brief um, synopsis of what we talked about. Your dad's recently deceased, right? Correct. He passed away almost a year ago um, when the tornadoes hit South Georgia, and he. Um, didn't survive when the tornado hit his house. And so it was kind of shocking, unexpected, very traumatic. And I called you um, and asked, you know, how had he passed? And you verified it was blunt force the back of his head. And then I asked you, well, you know, what is a sign when he's around? And you asked him and he came back and said, when you see a moth, which we thought was kind of funny, kind of a random thing. But um, yeah, since then I've seen a moth, right? Just right in front of my face. Well, and when you were talking about the show too, I think there's no yes. coincidence there. <laughs> no, definitely not. Cause we, she had just listened to the show and she called me and we were talking about it and I started screaming to her on the phone. I'm like, Oh my God, you're not going to believe that there's a moth in my face right now. <laughs> How funny. That's hilarious. So, yeah. Yeah, well, good. So you're, you're amazing. Thank you for what you do. Oh, well, I, I'm just a messenger. I just, you know, I just convey what what I get. And, it, and it's interesting because sometimes it's not what people want to hear. I was doing a private consult earlier this afternoon with a woman, and she was calling to see if, um, if we could do a healing on this dear friend of hers that's, that's in his 80s. And and he's dying. He's kind of in and out of phase one of the 12 phases of transition. And what those are, everybody, is we all go through 12 phases of transition when we're dying. And you can read about them on my website, AskJulieRyan.com. But anyway, she said to me at one point, um, about midway through, she said, well, this is not what I expected. And I said, I know, I'm so sorry, but I don't edit anything I get because I feel like who in the heck am I to decide what you need to hear? Yeah. You know, even if it's something that's not pleasant, I, I wasn't able to get a medical read on this guy because he's dying, this man. And But we got information for her of what some of his wishes were. And, uh, and I thought, well, this is a great example of even if the news is not good, I, I have to report it because who am I to judge? You know, yeah, what, that's what so they need what they need to hear so well thank you for that report i'm delighted for you hopefully the moths come in and greet you and then leave and don't chew on any of your any of your clothing (laughs) yes yes and then i did have a question for today um i wanted to ask if you could scan my mom 
Sure. Um, her health has been in decline over the last few years, and I'm just curious what it is and how she is and where she, you know, where she is in the state. Um, her name is Wilma, and okay. she lives in my hometown of Albany, Georgia. Okay. All right. Are you a UGA fan? No, I'm a Georgia Tech grad. Oh, all <laughs> so right. to hell with Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say because Georgia's playing Alabama next Monday for the national championship, which is fabulous. I I'll think be, I'll be rooting for Alabama. <laughs> okay, well that's good. Here's how you say it: Roll Tide. <laughs> Roll Tide. <laughs> Roll Tide. All right. Okay. So what what I'm going to do, Linda, is I'm going to connect to your mom, Wilma, uh, through you. So okay. I'm going to raise my vibrational level for those of you who are first-time listeners. We are spirits in a body having a human experience. And our, when our spirits are in our bodies, they vibrate at a slower rate simply because the body has mass. And so when we're out of our bodies, when we die or when we're in heaven, we vibrate really fast because we don't have a body. And so I raise my vibrational level to the level of spirit. I'm going to close my eyes and watch a laser beam go from my body here in Alabama, and it's going to go down to you in Orlando and hook into you, Linda. And then, mm-hmm. and then from you, I'm going to hook into your mom. Okay. okay, so it just takes a nanosecond for me to do that. So laser beams heading south, and and I always say that it's so funny when it goes south. Since Alabama is so far south in the U.S., um, I don't see the laser beam go behind my chair very often unless it's headed to Florida. <laughs> It's usually heading east, west, north, you know, someplace, even even across the ocean. But you are south of me, so it is heading southeast. All right, got you, got your mom. Okay, is she sick? Yeah. All right, she's in stage four of 12. Okay. Okay, so stage four, everybody, again, go to my website, AskJulieRyan.com. There's graphics on there. These are all explained in my book, Angelic Attendance. Buy that while you're on the site if you want, or Amazon or Barnes & Noble. You can get it there, too. Um, Stage four, Linda, is the her spirit's out of her body, holds on to the top of her head in a bubble configuration. Mm -hmm. How old is she? Um, Oh, goodness. Putting me on the spot. How old is she? Uh, She just turned 80. Yeah, she's 80. All right. Okay. There's there was a circle of angels around her. It has now started to open up into a horseshoe configuration mm-hmm. with the open end above her head. And then mm-hmm. at her feet are her deceased parents' spirits. So and her mom, your grandmother, is running the show. The maternal really? spirit Yeah, the maternal spirit brings in the angels, brings in the other loved ones. Eventually, as she goes through these 12 phases, uh, many, many, many other loved ones, deceased loved ones, spirits will show up as well as deceased pet spirits. And uh, and it it really turns into a glorious, uh, a glorious situation for the person who's dying. Tough on those of us that are left behind, but glorious for the person who's dying. So three things I always ask someone when they're dying. Um, I'm, as I mentioned with when I was talking about my consult this afternoon, um, I'm unable to do a medical read on somebody when their spirit's out of their body because it's the power source for the body. Mm-hmm. And when the spirit leaves the body, the body doesn't work anymore. 
And okay. so, but there are three questions I always ask everybody when they're dying, and I'd like to ask those of your mom. So the first one is, are you ready to go? She's telling me no. Are you in pain? She's telling me yes. What do you mm-hmm. need? My family is what she's saying. Okay. So, uh, and you asked pretty specifically about oh. the pain? Yeah. Like, where is she in pain? What is, in, what is the pain? She's saying her back and her shoulders primarily right now at this moment yeah. in time. Does that, that make right. sense? It does. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and then so. question, I have your book. I'm, I'm in the process of reading it. The question about the phases. When yeah. someone reaches a certain level, do they ever go backwards or are they always progressing further? They can. They can go back. I've seen okay. people in, in, not very often, but I've seen people in late stages completely recover and live one guy in particular, I can think of a friend of my brother's, gosh, he's lived probably seven or eight years, and he was in phase 11 of 12. I mean, he was dying on the operating table, and he's lived a long time. So, yes, they can go back and forth. They can go through the phases quickly in an instant, like in a sudden death. They can go through the phases in days, weeks, or months. It's just all subjective to each person's spirit. Okay. And they're so all in snapshot. So this is like a snapshot in time. This is just what it is today. That's right. That's okay. right. Yeah. Okay. So, all right. That makes well, sense. Well, good luck with her. Thank you so much Thank for you. calling. Thanks yeah, for thank you. letting us know about your your um, situation with your dad showing up as a moth. Yeah. I think that's fabulous. <laughs> and, yes. Um, thank you so much. And happy New Year. Happy New Year to you, too. Okay. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All righty. Our next caller is Amparo. And are you there? Hello. Hello. Oh, Amparo. Hi. Hi, Julie. Nice to Hi. be in your program. I'm so excited. <laughs> Thanks. I'm excited to have you. Wait, please tell everybody where you're calling from. Um, uh, from Sacramento, California, of course. Okay, good. Yeah, well, you guys aren't aren't getting subjected to these frigid temperatures, so that's a good thing. No, but we did get a little bit of rain today, and that was that's kind of good, especially with all the fires going on over here. I know it. I know. Well, thanks for joining us. Did you have a question for me? Well, yes. Um, actually, I got your book, Angelic Attendance, for my daughter as a Christmas gift, and I Aww. have not been able to put it down. And so kudos to you. I really love the easy reading, and uh, it just it, it just so resonates so powerfully with me because I'm like, I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> um, but, yes, I actually um, – I have a question because I'm a big believer in dreams, and I believe that um, we're able to meet up with people in our dreams, even people that have passed and people that are coming into our lives. Um, I've had many, my mother, my, um, the question is about my mother, Maria. She passed about a year ago, um, and she's just a tremendous figure in our family. She had 13 children, and she left a oh, legacy wow. of 76. Um, wow. We're talking grandchildren you know, uh, great-grandchildren. So she was really big. But um, I had a dream about her, and since then I have found a lot of peace in it. And Mm -hmm. I just wanted – her and I, we met up in a cabin in the woods. And it was – I could – it's like the trees. I could 
see them, the fog lifting, the sun coming up. And we met up in this cabin. And when I entered, my mother was there. And she was young. And um, in her 50s, she died when she was 80, 89, or she passed or transitioned. And mm-hmm. um, But she was like in her 50s, and she looked healthy, and, and she beckoned me to come sit at a chair, and I did. And um, but before that, I we hugged and kissed. Everything was normal. It was like you know, nothing nothing was amiss. You know, like like I had just seen her this morning or something like that. And mm-hmm. she beckoned for me to sit, and we sat and um, we talked. And I know it was such a profound conversation. But for the life of me, I cannot remember <laughs> what it was when I was no. there. But it was just such an impressionable dream that I would like to connect with her and see if she can mm-hmm. at least give me something. Mm-hmm. When you were telling me about that dream, mm-hmm. I was picturing you guys in a cabin in the woods, and I was picturing you in rocking chairs on the front porch of the cabin for some reason. Mm. So I don't know if that was part of your dream or not, but it was. No, we were, um, when I entered the dream, the cabin was empty. There was nothing there. Mm -hmm. And I take it as, you know, there's no, there was nothing left unsaid between us, which is true. You know, we didn't, Mm -hmm. there was no drama, no nothing like that. Um, She had a peaceful death and it was a beautiful death. We still miss her, of course. Mm -hmm. Um, But, we were sitting in front of a fireplace. She had put mm-hmm. wood into the fire, and we were just sitting across from each other. And um, she just beckoned me to sit down. It's like we had this heart-to-heart, and that just has left me. I'm like, I go, God, I, I, I want to go back there. <laughs> mm-hmm. So when my daughter sure. gave me this, I said, well, let me call Julie. Maybe she can connect with yeah. her, and, and we can figure this out. Absolutely. Absolutely. We'll connect with her. But I wanted to give you, here's here's the deal how dreams work. Dreams are like adult playtime. They're not Mm -hmm. even adult. They're they're human playtime. Our spirits leave our bodies. They do what's called astral travel. You'll read about that in my book. <laughs> and we go to different places and we meet up with people who are, who are our deceased loved ones oftentimes. Oftentimes we meet up with spirits of people who are living. And the dream is a different reality happening at the same time as us being in our human bodies. Okay, so when I, when you're talking about a cabin and you're talking about being sitting near or sitting near a fire in chairs with your mom, as part of that same experience, you guys were sitting on the front porch in rocking chairs at this cabin in the woods. Oh, okay. I, okay. I was seeing that. So that would be like if you were watching a movie, it was another scene in the movie. Because I okay. was getting when you were talking about that, that it was all part of the same experience. Now. Having said all that, when we're in a different reality, some things transfer through our human brains and they make sense. A lot of it doesn't. Okay? So when you, when you tell me that you had a, a profound conversation with her but you don't remember it, you're not supposed to remember it, number one. And number two, did you, how did you feel? After you had that dream, did you feel comforted? Did you feel happy? Did you feel sad? How did you feel? Well, no, I, I felt very comforted, and I feel I, I felt at peace ever since then. You know, it's yeah. not the grief, like you said, the ocean. That makes sense to me because it does. It comes and it goes, and it comes and it goes. So that's just 
the nat- that's the human part of us, and I understand right. that part. But right. um, with this, it was like, okay, okay, I, I get it, and and you know, I constantly talk to her, and I know she's there, and I and I know she's here right now. Um, right. But I just, I'm like, I would like to hear just something. You just yeah. tell me what okay. you said to me, Mom. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm connecting to you right now, Lisa Beam, heading out to the West Coast, the left coast. Here we go. Or as my son calls it, the best coast, because <laughs> he lives in L.A. Yeah. Uh, so, okay, got you. Yes, yeah, she's standing right at your right shoulder. So what were you guys discussing in the dream that Amparo is not remembering? She's saying life lessons that you're not supposed to know. Okay. All right. So can you give us a clue what that she's saying that life lessons that you'll know when you go back into non-physical, but she said, that's why it's so comforting to you because it resonates with you. But again, back to our human brains, we don't have the capability to, to how, how can I say this? We don't have the capability to understand all of the, things that we're going to know when we're in non-physical. So we, we get little bits and pieces on our journey and we know it when we're born, but then by the mm-hmm. time we start growing up, it's like amnesia sets in because we're supposed to have the human experience in this lifetime. We've chosen to come right. in this round to experience whatever it is we're supposed to, all the experiences we're supposed to have in this lifetime. So, okay. So I asked her, I said, well, could you give us like some little tidbit? And she wants you to know that you're limitless, that anything you decide you want to do, there are no limits. There are no limits to, are you working on something right now? That's maybe something well, new that you're. Yeah, actually, I'm my, I've taken my life into a totally different direction and I've kind of questioned that because even my husband kind of looks at me and is like, are you sure? Um, I've, I've actually enrolled in a holistic uh, health and healing school. And that's right. what I, that's why everything you say kind of res- does resonate with me because I'm learning to speak with the spirit. Um, but at the same time, I have to keep going back to my former, what I, what I usually do because I'm like, okay, I'm in the human world. I need money. <laughs> now, is this going to, you know, for right now, I need money to, you know, support myself and my husband and my, well, my husband works. But um, so that's comforting to know that, you know, yeah. and, and I know, and I, like I said, the more I get into the schooling and, and, and learning to uh, work with energy and the spirit, the more I feel her presence. Um, well, the other, the other thing she's saying that I'm going to need to let you go because I've got a bunch of other callers, but the other right. thing she said was, like Joseph Campbell teaches, follow your bliss. She's saying if you mm-hmm. stay focused on what brings you happiness, what makes you happy, what's interesting to you, the money's going right. to follow. It's all going to be there. It's all part of the journey to trust that doing what you're doing and then the money's going to take care of itself. Right. So, and right. and. Again, she's telling me limitless. It's all limitless, right. what you're going to be able to do. Okay. One more so. thing. Um, I Just one really quick thing. I lost a prayer book that she gave me, and I don't think I lost it. I think I misplaced it. She's telling and me it's I'm, in a I'm, desk. 
<laughs> I have looked everywhere, and I know it's here. I just can't find it. I'm like, oh, I hope she can find my prayer book. And it was yeah. something that she gave to me with an inscription. So I'll, I'll keep looking. Des- it's in a desk. Okay. It's in a desk Well, that's somewhere. comforting. So. Okay. Okay. Thanks okay, for calling great. in. All righty. Thank you, Happy Julie. New Year. Okay. Take care. Happy New Year to you. Bye. Bye-bye. All righty. I believe our next caller is Musa. Well, let me find you. Here, Musa. Hi, Musa. Hi, Julie. How are you, sir? I'm fine, thank you. How are you? I'm great. Happy New Year. Thank you. Thank you. You as well. Happy New Year. Please tell everybody where you're calling from. I'm calling from Connecticut. Snowy Connecticut. You're in the path of the blizzard. That is right. That's correct. <laughs> so hope hope you guys stay warm and when it when it the wind dies down some, you know, build a snowman and then post it online so we can all see it. <laughs> well, I'll 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 think about it. I'm trying <laughs> to stay indoor and just stay cozy with the family, so <laughs> Okay. All right. Well did you have a question for me? Yes, yes. Thank you for taking my call. Uh sure. I'm actually here with uh, Bridget. One question for me and one for her. Uh, for okay. me, last time we talked, I think last week or so, we, we talked about the biggest uh, struggle on my uh, most recent past life. Mm-hmm. I wanted to know if w- was she there and uh, did she play a role in it to help or anything? Bridget is your wife, right? And yes, she was in that past life and remind everybody that hasn't heard, well, inform everybody that hasn't heard that podcast yet, what, what you got out of that past life. What was your main, your main life lesson in that past life? Uh, Remember that uh, it was money related Uh and I had to learn how to. Uh, manage it or something to that nature and with money that was inherited too much money that was inherited yeah too much money and I'm and I I remember saying to you is that even a possibility and then (laughs) my my new people magazine comes today and on the cover is Savannah Guthrie and Hoda Kotb on the Today Show, which congratulations to Hoda. I'm thrilled for her that, you know, how cool is that? First first female duo in, in morning news. But it says one of the headlines on the cover is something, the Gettys, too much money, too much drugs, too much something else. And I thought of you. So here wow. you are on the boat because that was your past life big thing last time. So, yes, Bridget was with you. In which she role? Sister. She was your sister in that lifetime. Oh. So you married your sister this round. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Bridge. <laughs> Hi, Julia. How are you? I'm great. Happy New Year. Thank you. Happy New Year. You got a question for me? I the second part for her. I can I can ask you, Bridget. Oh. <laughs> uh, well, actually, before we even go on to the to the second part, now, in which role was she, was she helping in the previous life? Was she like an advisor? Was she what? In which role was she there? She was just there as your sister. Oh. I don't know that she was helping you necessarily. She was living her own 
her own script. Her own script. How about that? There you go. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, sure. The, the, the question for Bridget is she has not been feeling well lately. Okay. And uh, she wanted you to scan her to get, uh, to get your feedback. Yeah, sure. Okay. All right. Here we go. Laser beam coming up to Connecticut to hook into you, Bridget, and got you. You got a virus, child. You, you got a little viral infection thing going here. Let me get it out. Viral infections look like kind of brownish broth. Have you ever seen like beef broth that um, is real watery? That's what mm-hmm. viral infections look like to me. So what I'm doing, Bridges, I'm forcing that out through the top of your head. That will help you feel better. I know you've heard me talk about vitamin C and zinc mm-hmm. on the show. I want you to Get Esther C, E-S-T-E-R-C. It's like the woman's name, Esther, with that, the H. Mm -hmm. And it's buffered, so it's easy on your stomach. It's not acidic. Get Esther C, take 1,000 milligrams of Esther C and 50 milligrams of zinc. (laughs) While you're feeling punky, I would do it three times a day. Okay, thank you. Okay. The other thing is... Do you have a vaporizer? Yeah. Maybe for the kids. Um, Run that in your bedroom at night when you sleep, like a cool air vaporizer. Because Mm -hmm. with our furnaces on so much, I don't know about your house. Our house has a humidifier in the furnace, but it it doesn't work that great. I mean, it doesn't handle the whole house so I sleep with a humidifier going in my bedroom when the furnace is on and uh, boy what a difference it makes keeps those nasal membranes and stuff moist and and when they get dried out from the furnace being on and things being so dry when it's winter time that's when you catch stuff so so run that vaporizer put it on do you have a ceiling fan in your bedroom by any chance Uh, yeah we do okay I would run it I run mine, and then I have my vaporizer on a little table so that as it puts that moist air up into the room, then the fan circulates it around the around the room. Oh, okay. Good idea. Okay. But the C and zinc is really important. It's an immune booster. It's going to help you. It's going to help you get rid of it fast. Okay. okay. Well, thank you so much. You're welcome. I hope you feel better. Thank you. Bye-bye. Okay. Take care. Most of us have busy lives and we know that we're not getting the nutrients and the vitamins and the minerals that we need. So I'm always looking for easy ways to ingest them. I found one, it's called Beam Minerals. And what I find is that most of us don't get enough potassium, magnesium, and calcium. Those are the big three. And so what Beam Minerals does is it's put all these minerals in a liquid form that's easy to drink because it tastes like water. It's got all these important minerals and a whole bunch of other ones. And I find that they're really helpful. They save me time. They're easy to take. And I suggest that you give them a try. Go to Beam Minerals. B as in boy, E-A-M, minerals, plural, dot com, and use the code Julie Ryan, altogether, no space, at checkout, and you'll get 20% off your order. 
That's Beam Minerals, B-E-A-M Minerals.com and use Julie Ryan at checkout and you'll get a 20% discount. Give it a try and let me know what you think. We do the show, everybody, every Thursday night at 8 Eastern, 7 Central, and 5 Pacific. Several places you can find this information. First of all, on my website, AskJulieRyan.com, and uh, and you can go there, and um, the call-in information is on the homepage. Scroll down to the bottom of the homepage, and you'll see it there. The second place is I do a blog that I send out every Thursday, and you can sign up for it on my website, AskJulieRyan.com. And it's a question that somebody has submitted online, and then I answer it. And in that email, in the body of the emails, all this call-in information. Also, social media, Instagram, AskJulieRyan, Facebook, AskJulieRyan. Send me a friend request on Facebook, and I'll, I'll, uh, we'll be Facebook friends. And uh, and I, I'll post something either the day before or the day of the show and say, okay, you know, call in. And we're now on YouTube. So you can go to Ask Julie Ryan, the Ask Julie Ryan channel on YouTube and find it there too. So all those places where you can find this call-in information. And then lastly, in the show notes, wherever you download the podcast and also on YouTube, um, it's this call-in information is in the show notes as well. While you're on my site, sign up for a private consult, and then we'll have a whole hour to talk about whatever you want to talk about. We can do a medical scan on you, on your family members, if they allow me to, on your pets. Uh, We can talk to your deceased loved ones. We can do past life stuff. We can do all kinds of stuff. I tell people, I'm a businesswoman that does woo-woo, and I'm like a buffet of psychicness. So we can do any one of a number of things or all of them if we have time. And it's really fun. So consider doing that too. All right. So speaking of questions submitted online, this one was really interesting. It came from Jennifer in London, Ontario, Canada. And she said, hi, Julie. First off, thank you for all that you are and do. Thank you for those sweet words, Miss Jennifer. She went on to say, I'm not sure what I really want. I just know that I need help. I'm a 45-year-old woman, and I take care of my father after my mother's death. He suffers from a slew of medical issues, but the ones I'm most concerned about are his dementia from hepatitis C and his epilepsy. First, I'd like to know where he is in the 12 phases of transition. I feel he's close to dying, but I'm unsure. In addition, I'm feeling guilty about putting him on a list for a home that specializes in dementia. I don't want him to hate me. Second, I'd like to know how you see my health. I don't have any issues, but I do feel a dull ache over my heart area constantly. I know I have things I need to let go of. I've been so closed off in my heart since my mom passed. I guess I'm happy she's out of pain, but she left me with everything to take care of. I paid for her funeral. I care for my dad, etc. And now I'm just rambling. (laughs) Sorry, but even if you can't help me, writing this down has helped release some tears. Any guidance you can give me would be much appreciated. I'm always trying to figure out what I want to be when I grow up. Thank you, Julie. And here's my response. Hi, Jennifer. Good heavens, girl. You've been through a lot and my heart goes out to you. In order to get some information about your father, I energetically connected to you and then from you to your dad. At this moment in time, he isn't dying. 
He does, however, have a serious case of dementia. Normally, I see, and when I say that, that means in my mind's eye, what looks like grayish fog over the brain of dementia patients. Your dad has it covering his entire body. Once I got underneath the dementia energy, I could see his body's deteriorating. Your desire to get your dad into a dementia care facility is appropriate and warranted. Based on what I saw, I put that in quotes, while scanning him, I can't imagine how you're caring for him alone. Forget feeling guilty. Your dad told me he wants to live where he can get professional care and requested you come visit him often. Now, regarding your dull heartache, it's quite common to experience chest pain, sometimes severe enough to be mistaken for a heart attack at the loss of a loved one. This this partially explains your symptoms. More likely, though, your heart pain is caused by a large tear in your energy field membrane located over the left side of your chest. As I perceive it, we are spirits having a human experience and are comprised of energy. Our spirits, the everlasting part of us, house our bodies and act as the body's power source. That's what I was talking about before with, with, I think it was with the Amparo. Both spirit and body are holographically joined and are contained in what I call the energy field membrane. To illustrate this phenomenon, imagine purchasing a goldfish and taking it home in a bag of water. The fish represents our body, the water represents our spirit, and the plastic bag represents our energy field membrane. Tears in the energy field membrane are caused by emotional trauma either in this or a past lifetime. These traumas cause an energy block often resulting in a rupture of the membrane, which in turn allows an energy leak. In your case, the trauma happened when you were 17 years old. I saw, again in my mind's eye, what metaphorically looked like someone reaching into your chest and ripping out your heart. I get, in quotes, that means the information I receive, I got it had to do with a boy. Young love drama can be excruciating, particularly because we don't yet have much experience in dealing with relationship issues. The good news is, however, by briefly illuminating the emotional trauma the tear in your energy field membrane got repaired. This will allow your body to work on full power and be healthy. If you want more information, please schedule a private session at AskJulieRyan.com and we'll have a whole hour to dissect all of this. Hang in there and happy 2018. Okay, one really quick note on that. We all are, again, you know, go back to the goldfish example go to the pet store, you buy a goldfish, take it home in a bag of water, plastic bag of water. The goldfish is the body, the spirit is the water, and the bag is the energy field membrane. That would be an analogy analogy to what I see. Our soul is not in our body. Our body is encompassed by the soul or the spirit, all the same thing. So when I see somebody that has a medical condition or an illness, There is, I would say close to 100% of the time, some kind of a tear or a hole in that energy field membrane, and it allows an energy leak. It would be like this huge water leak or a huge power leak in something that, you know, is powered by electricity. Same thing with our body. So what I do is I envision myself going into that hole, and I'm shown some kind of a scene, and I'm given information like, 
how old Jennifer was, that this had to do with a boy when she was 17, you know, stuff like that. If it's a past life situation, I'm giving given dates and what the year was and where you were and a little bit about what was going on. And then we'll make a correlation with how it works in this lifetime. But as soon as we illuminate whatever that trauma was, and it can be something real simple like, Somebody called you a bad name when you were three and it hurt your feelings. Whatever it was, I'll watch that tear start to repair and I'll know I'm on it. And most of the time, we get on it immediately. I mean, it's pretty pretty close to – if it's this lifetime, it'll be really fast. If it's past lifetime, it may take a couple of seconds, but it's fascinating. So, Jennifer, thanks for your question and, and thanks for submitting it. All righty. Let's go back to the phones. Hi, Kathy. Are you there? Hi, Julie. Hi, Kath. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. A little chilly here, though, but doing good. Yeah, good. Please tell everybody where you're calling from. I'm calling from Dayton, Ohio. I was mentioning I talked to my brother earlier, and he's in Columbus, which is an hour away, and he was saying it was 10 degrees there. So. Yeah, well, wind chill's it been below zero in the, at night the last year. I mean, we got down to like 20 below zero wind chill a couple nights ago. Oh, geez. Cars don't start when it's that cold. Yeah, yeah, that has been a problem for some people, for sure. Yeah. My first job out of school, I lived in Sioux Falls, South Dakota for two winters oh and yeah. gained as much character as one can gain spending two winters in South Dakota. <laughs> and, <laughs> and it made Ohio winters look like the tropics where I grew yeah, that's up. that's what I've heard. You know. Oh, my gosh. But I can remember being at sales meetings. Um, like in Omaha or in Minneapolis, and it was 30 below, 20, 30 below wind chill, and we were all stranded at the hotel because nobody could get their car to start. Oh, my. And it took a couple of days for AAA to even make their way to us. So I understand that. So we we always would keep extra clothes in the car and, um, yeah. you know, little snack bars and rolls of toilet paper, believe it or not, and paper towels and sleeping bags. And they say a candle uh, will give off enough heat to keep you alive if you're stuck and stranded in a blizzard in a car. Really? Yeah. Well, that's a good tip. Yeah. So that's why I live in Alabama and why I lived in in California. (laughs) I tell people, I don't do snow anymore. (laughs) So anyway, sorry. Do you have a question for me? I do. Um... Well, just a quick update. Um, I think you knew I was looking for an apartment. Yeah. And we moved in three days ago. Wonderful. We, we, being, we being me and Katie the cat. Wonderful. So, Katie um, the cat is our show mascot for those of you who don't know. <laughs> well, congratulations. Yeah. Happy New Year to you. Yeah, wow. thanks. It's, um, it's, you know, it's it's not the snazziest place I've lived in. It's it, it's modest, but it's very nice, and it's it's all on one floor. My own front door, my own back door, parking covered Aww. parking in the back. Um. So so, but part of this is my plan, and and moving at this point was to kind of really force me to get back out there and start working part time again. So right. um. So I'm. That's my question. Is um. I'm just been playing through scenarios in my mind, like, do I want, I, I don't want to do full-time, I, I want to do part-time, and I would be okay with, like, a couple different part-time jobs. I, I So, um, you know, and I've even thought of specific employers, I've thought of trying to teach, you know, at one of the universities I used to teach a class at, or even just working, 
you know, even just working as an admin for a little while, it's like, it feels like what's important is to get out and be contributing and to be earning money again and just get my feet wet with all that again. Uh Um, so, you know, and then some people are like, well, you got a computer, you can do, you can do lots of different kinds of things from home. And so I, I'm just, any, any guidance you have via spirit for me of what may be a, a good option for me. Um, you know, there's a, you know, there's a place called Synchrony Financial that's close by that is just a call center where I could probably get a part-time job just answering the phone for a while. Um, so I, I'm just very, um, I feel very open and curious, but I don't have, I haven't, my intuition hasn't landed on anything as, oh yeah, that feels like the right thing or uh-huh. more than, it could be a couple different things. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Have you thought about doing temping in the short run? Because then that would expose you to a bunch of different places. And I think you can even choose a niche. And since you used to teach in college, Maybe something in academia might be interesting to you if you yeah. want to get back into that. But that could be an exposure to a lot of different industries. And I know people all the time that work for temp companies uh, get job offers. So that yeah. could be kind of a way to stick your toe in the water and see what happens. Yeah, that came to me. That's a, um, that's a pretty good suggestion. I hadn't thought of, of- Temping for, I was thinking part time, but I hadn't specifically thought of temping. But that's, I'm sure there are many temp agencies out there these days. Well, there are, and especially in Dayton, with all that uh, industry that's there and everything that supports the defense yeah. industry and all of that. Um, obviously, yeah. I don't know if you have security clearances that you could be in high level positions where you're looking at confidential information, but certainly they're going to have uh, different things that you can do and. And, Kathy, if you used to teach in college, you know, you got some credentials. You probably got some of that alphabet soup in degrees behind your name. And so so I I think that's a huge differentiator for you. I think it's going to help you a lot. I did seven. I did two years full-time non-permanent at Wright State, and then I did five years full-time permanent with Wilmington College in Cincinnati. So, yeah, I, ha- I have basically seven years of experience teaching full-time. Right. And, and right. I did love it. I loved it. And my students loved me. So it was pretty cool. Well, I think in the temp world, though, with you having that kind of a background and those credentials, you're going you're gonna to be really considered before somebody that doesn't have those credentials because it just gives you immediate credibility. So well, yeah, and not and, and not only that, but I haven't just taught. I have worked in the business world, so the classes that I teach, I've actually done the work before. So that there you was go. Very, my students loved that because I had real world experience. I wasn't just an academic. Right, right. Well, I what I'm getting is try the temp, look into the temp um, agencies. I would apply with more than one, so you can pick okay. and choose what the different jobs are. I believe that you're going to find things that are really interesting for you and you're going to be able to really enjoy picking and choosing what you want to do. And that's a real good way for you to ease back into the, into the workforce. And I, I just want to say Happy New Year indeed to you. 
because oh, thank you. Thank anybody you. that's listened to this show knows what you some of the struggles you've been going through and uh, good good for you you go girl that's fabulous fabulous one quick question for you and then I'm going to try and get another caller in did you uh-huh. how's your dad your dad's been um, dying yeah yeah I, I was going to quickly ask if we had a chance um, I haven't been able to see him real recently because I've been busy finding a place to live and moving Um, but as far as I know, the last time I talked to my mom, um, he was pretty much, pretty much the same. Um, he's still going, she's able to send him to hospice for five days a month for respite care for her, which is helping her. But I can't really tell, I I can't really tell that there's been a shift. It feels like... He's kind of still in that holding pattern that he's been in. I, if you, I don't know what you see, but that's that's the best I can assess. That's what I just did. I just took a peek at him while we were talking. I connected to him through you, and he's still in phase eleven of twelve, and he's almost all the way out of his uh, his spirit's almost all the way out of his body. But he's been like that since before Christmas, so he's in a holding yeah. pattern. Yeah. So, okay. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, carry on, girl. Great news, and thanks so much for calling in and giving us an update. I'm yeah, thrilled thanks, for you. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. All okay, take care. Take care. Bye, Julie. Bye. Bye. All right. Hi. This is our next caller, area code two hundred three. Who's that? Hi there. Hi. Thanks for uh, picking up. Happy New Year, Julie. Happy New Year. Who is this? It's Doreen from Connecticut. Hi, Doreen. You better batten down the hatches, too, up there. Huh? <laughs> yeah, it's coming down pretty good. I've got a good 10 inches, but um, it's oh, kind of cozy. <laughs> yeah. You feel like you're in a in the middle of a Christmas card scene? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You feel like you're beautiful. in a snow globe? Yeah, it's still, it's, it's quiet. Yeah. Well, terrific. Well, we've got a few minutes left, Doreen. Do you have a question for me? Yeah, quick question. I'm wondering if you can give me a quick read on my bottom two teeth. Yeah. So your front teeth or? Yeah, my bottom center front teeth. Okay. All right. Yeah. Let me connect to you. So here comes my laser beam back up to Connecticut where I was with Musa and Bridget earlier okay got you um okay they're rotting what's going on with them you've got you've got some um like even into the root issue what's a disease or something what's up with them well while you tell me i'm going to be zapping on them to get them see if we can get well uh just that the tissue is wearing away and i can see the root and uh i'm panicking yeah, yeah. Uh, what, you've been to the dentist, I assume, about this? I do, and um, he's not holistic at all. I didn't know if there was anything that that uh, I can do or anything you could advise me with. Or Well, the, the root looks diseased, and I believe that it's because of the tissue degradation there. So... I think um, it probably is going to make sense for you to go see an oral surgeon, and they're probably going to do a graft on those okay. gums. And I know several people that have had that done, and it's super successful, super su- like almost immediately. 
successful. I believe you can save your teeth if you do that. The other thing is if if you can't save those teeth, the implants, you know, they have implants that you can do that. And the roots are not very deep on those teeth in the front. So not like molars. But I think I think you need to go see somebody, you know, about the gum disease. Are you okay. a smoker? Not at all. Okay. Did you Never. ever? Never. Okay. Because a lot of times I'll see that with smokers. But, uh, I yeah. I thought it was I think, fairly healthy. So that's why this is like such a shocker. Well, I think you are healthy, but I think you need to get on this. I wouldn't let this go for very long. I would, I would uh, talk to your dentist about, you know, who who your dentist wants you to go see uh, at this stage. And and I think those teeth are salvageable. I think you'll be able to save them. But you're, they're diseased right now. I think they can heal. And did you hear me talk about the vitamin C and zinc with Bridget, yes. the other gal in yes. Connecticut? Yeah, I would start on that too, Doreen, because that's going to help your, boost your immune system. Okay, 1,000 C and was it 50 zinc? 50 50 of zinc, but be sure it's the ester C, E-S-T-E-R, and you can get it at Whole Foods, Sprouts, uh, you can get it on Amazon, you know, stores like that uh, will have it. I Our regular grocery stores, Publix and those kind of places down here don't have it, but Whole Foods and, and those kind of, Trader Joe's doesn't have it either. But I have uh, a, a powdered um, plant C. It's like a powder. You mix it with water. It's a plant, plant-based. Um, I'm getting it's not going to be as effective because it's not enough. Okay. You need you need fairly high doses, and I would do it. I would start off with three times a day okay. on that, and then if you start if it starts giving you the runs, then back off a little bit with it, mm-hmm. but um, you should be okay. And I would do that until you get the and even after you get the gum stuff done it's just going you're going to be amazed at how fast you're, you'll heal it's just like rapid grow for anything that ails you it's amazing so good luck and thank you uh, so much happy new year and stay safe and warm and and all of that and enjoy living in a snow globe for a short time <laughs> <laughs> all right thank you thanks for okay, taking my call take care bye doreen bye all right, I believe we have time for one more caller. Hi, Suze. Oh, thank you so much for taking my call, Julie. I love sure. your show, and every time I call, even if I don't have a question, I think of one while I'm here. You talk, or one of the guests, and something came up regarding um, my son. I've been talking about his anxiety for quite a while, and um, I was wondering two quick best interest questions: or is it in his yeah. best interest to fly him home yesterday, or today? We were going to fly him home because we got an appointment with a um, second opinion doctor, but then he he couldn't. He said he couldn't make it because of work at last minute. So is it in his best interest for us to fly him home in the next week or two for a day to go to this appointment in our city uh, with a second opinion or not. I'm not sure whether it's something to spend a thousand dollars to do or not. I got a yes when you were about halfway through the question. Oh, 
Okay. All right. Well, then I know my husband really wants to do it. And then the other question is we realize that a lot of his anxiety has to do with his fears about losing his girlfriend. And mm-hmm. is it, we don't know how to get him to quit you know, being in fear of it. He knows if he just would stop being in fear, then it would be fine. Everything would be fine. But does it seem like there's something he can do? Is it in his best interest to stay with his girlfriend and try to figure out a way to not be in fear? Or does it seem like they need to break up just so he can quit being in fear or in anxiety over it? Do you get an answer on that? <laughs> what I got, Suze, was it's in his best interest to go to go with the flow of the girlfriend. Uh-huh. So right now, at this moment in time, I think he's at the, you know, the fork in the road. Yeah. And um, and I think whatever happens is going to be in his best interest. But all I'm getting on that is just for him to go with the flow. Take one step at a time. When uh-huh. we think about things that are too far in the future, we become uh-huh. anxious. Because there's right. so many variables that can affect the outcome. So uh-huh. if, if you can talk to him about just, hey, take it a day at a time. If that's too much, take it a morning at a time. Take it an uh-huh. afternoon at a time. Whatever. Uh-huh. And, and to be less focused on down the road and more focused on what's happening right now. You know, how are, yeah. how's he feeling right now instead of all of that in the future. All right. Yeah, so we're trying to tell him. So um, we'll, like, we'll see. <laughs> so it's in, in his best interest right now. He can just take a day at a time. It's fine with for them yeah. being together right now. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Well, thank you. Okay. I, did, I did want to say, too, my, my husband did get the job. You mentioned he would get a job. He got a contract job. And I'm just curious, do you see that being going into permanent that, with that company or a different job? Because we're not attached to it. How exciting. Oh, that's yeah, yeah. News. You said it would be fast. <laughs> Wonderful. So uh, remind me of his name, Susie. Roy. Roy. Is it in Will? Is it in Roy's best interest to work for this contractor long term? I'm getting a no. I'm getting a no. Okay. Okay. Well, then he'll figure something else out. But thank you so much. Whatever's gonna come is gonna result from him being where he is. So Uh I think it's gonna be a stepping stone to something else. Well, thank you so much. Really appreciate you taking my call. Bless you. You are welcome. Bless you, too. And um, congratulations to, to Roy. How exciting. Thank That's you. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Suze. Happy New Year. Thanks. So. You, too. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay, everybody. We are about out of time. Fun show. Thank you for all of those who called in. If you're listening, please call us. Please submit questions online and uh, schedule your private sessions. And again, Happy New Year to everybody. I think the calls tonight are indicative of, of how fun it is to start a new year and new beginnings and the excitement of, of really terrific things happening for all of us. So have a great week. Roll Tide. Hope Bama wins on Monday night. And uh, take care, everybody. Talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining us. Be sure to follow Julie on Instagram and YouTube at Ask Julie Ryan and like her on Facebook at Ask Julie Ryan. To schedule an appointment or submit a question, please visit AskJulieRyan.com.
This show is for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be medical, psychological, financial, or legal advice. Please contact a licensed professional. The Ask Julie Ryan Show, Julie Ryan and all parties involved in producing, recording, and distributing it assume no responsibility for listeners' actions based on any information heard on this or any Ask Julie Ryan shows or podcasts.